Welcome to Holy Week, Compline Prayer. It is Maundy Thursday. On this eve of Good Friday, we remember Jesus' final hours with his beloved friends in the upper room. I invite you to place yourself there as one of Jesus' friends. How do you picture this room and the way you are with Jesus and one another? You sit down together for a meal in celebration of Passover. The mood in the room is light and cheery with playful laughter. Not long into the meal, Jesus confronts Judas. He knows he is about to betray him to hateful and angry Jewish leaders. What's the emotional reaction of Judas? Jesus' friends. What's the mood in the room? Then Jesus shifts the focus. He gifts them with a new ritual to help them remember his utter humility. It symbolizes what he is about to endure breaking of his body and his blood pouring out. How do you respond when you are handed a piece of bread and then the cup? What is the mood in the room now? The meal is over. Jesus' final act of love while with them was to kneel beside each disciple. One by one, he washed their feet. Then he comes to you, takes your feet into his hands, and gently washes them. Still holding your feet, he looks into your eyes. What do his eyes convey to you? His focus is on you alone. Allow yourself to stay present to Jesus in these final moments together. We'd like to light a Christ candle. You may light a candle if you have one close by. We meditate on this light as a reminder that Christ, the Anointed One, is very near to us. He is willing to go to any length to reach us with His healing love and grace. 
We'd like to light a Christ candle. You may light a candle if you have one close by. We meditate on this light as a reminder that Christ, the Anointed One, is very near to us. He is willing to go to any length to reach us with His healing love and grace. Loving God, we bow in humble consent to your holy will. As we begin this journey with Christ to the cross, we ask you to give us courage and strength to allow you into the places in our hearts and minds that are darkened and discouraged. Open us to receive your abundant grace and mercy. The meal is over. The Lord's Supper is given. Their feet were washed. The darkness of night has fallen and the hour of betrayal has come. 
Jesus needs time with his Father. So he leaves the safety of the upper room and goes to his usual place of prayer just outside the walls of Jerusalem. It was the Garden of Gethsemane. All of his disciples are with him except Judas. Surrounded by a grove of olive trees, Jesus pulls himself a stone's throw away from his friends. He is alone with his Father. As you listen to Luke's account of this daunting scene, be aware of what stands out for you on this dark night. Hear the Gospel of Luke. Then, accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went, as usual, to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, Pray that you will not give in to temptation. He walked away, about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently, and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. At last, he stood up again and returned to the disciples only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. Why are you sleeping, he asked them. Get up and pray, so that you will not give in to temptation. But even as Jesus said this, a crowd approached, led by Judas, one of the twelve disciples. Judas walked over to Jesus to greet him with a kiss. But Jesus said, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? What stands out for you as you hear Luke's account of what happened that night? Moments before his betrayal, Jesus gives his last instruction to the disciples. It was about prayer. Why would Jesus say twice, pray that you will not give in to temptation?
Naturally, they are exhausted by grief. All that took place in the upper room was agonizing. Their teacher, companion, and hope for their future was about to suffer horribly, and he was leaving. Might they be resisting? Might their faith be unraveling? Might they just be terrified? As an observer, what are you feeling? How are you responding? Could they even pray the same prayer they just heard Jesus praying, not my will, but thy will? Can you pray this prayer? Jesus' suffering is intensifying. He's enduring fierce temptation not to go through with God's will. But no doubt deeply saddened about leaving his friends, who were also enduring fierce temptation, he prayed, The strong pull to run from God in fear. The strong pull to resist the Father's call to carry, carry on with the work of Jesus, might they also be experiencing fierce temptation. Jesus sees their crisis of faith. He exhorts them not to run and hide, but to run to God, to cling to God, for God alone gives divine strength for what they are about to endure. Imagine yourself as one of them. Feel the onset of grief, the fight or flight fear Try to stay awake. Try to look at Jesus while he's praying. And what do you see? Can you see his utter surrender and resolve? Might this embolden you to surrender? See the angel attending to him. After being strengthened, Luke says that he prayed more fervently. 
He was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. Keep your eyes open. Stay awake. See Jesus. Be with Jesus in his suffering. Just as Jesus says to you, get up and pray, you can hear other voices off in the distance. It's an angry mob. You see the fiery torches and fiery faces. Luke tells us a crowd approached, led by Judas, one of the twelve. Judas walks over to Jesus to greet him with a kiss. And Jesus painfully looks at Judas and asks, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? Witnessing this firsthand, what comes over you? Do you have a visceral response? Do you want to flee, to run away? Do you want to stay? Do you want to fight? Do you cower at the feet of the mob? How do you respond? As if the night couldn't get any darker, a heavier darkness is looming at the moment of betrayal, Jesus is being ushered into the depths of evil. It is a darkness none of us will ever know. As this reflection closes, I invite you to ask the Holy Spirit just now for courage, courage to stay awake in your soul, to walk with Jesus this night and through Good Friday tomorrow. Walk with Him, be with Him, and let the Holy Spirit reach deep into your soul. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
There is a desperation to Psalm 22 that reflects an author wrestling with spiritual desolation and consolation. On one hand, they feel abandoned by God. Yet, they also remember all of the times that God has saved his people before. We do not know all of Jesus' prayers in the Garden of Gethsemane, but they could easily have included words like this psalm. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted you, and you rescued them. They cried out and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads, saying, Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth, and you have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not stay so far from me, for trouble is near and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. Like lions, they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, melting within me. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Oh Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all who fear him. Honor him, you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but he has listened 
to their cries for help. The Word of the Lord. Hear this prayer of surrender from Francis de Salas. Oh my God, I thank you and I praise you for accomplishing your holy and all lovable will without any regard for mine. For my whole heart, in spite of my heart, do I receive this cross I feared so much. It is the cross of your choice, the cross of your love. I venerate it, nor for anything in the world would I wish that it had not come, since you willed it. I keep it with gratitude and joy, as I do everything that comes from your hand, and I shall strive to carry it without letting it drag, with all the respect and all the affection which your works deserve. Amen. As we conclude our service this evening, I invite you to extinguish your Christ candle in recognition of Christ's submission to God's will and his death on the cross. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend our spirits. Amen. Music will continue for a time, and you are welcome to remain with us. May God bless you with restful sleep.